This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast with the goddess of food writing critique, Milwaukee Magazine's Ann Christensen, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got to talk about two new restaurants that will be opening very, very soon. Uh, then we're also going to uh, discuss the uh, Sanford Legendary Restaurant celebrating 30 mm-hmm. years. So they're having a special dinner to celebrate their 30th anniversary. We got some news about Hawaii Vietnamese Restaurant. And then for those of fans of Bloody Mary, we got some events for you. And we'll close out with some uh, sweet treats and cocktails. But let's kick it off, uh, Ann, with uh, some uh, new restaurants on the horizon coming to Milwaukee. Let's start it off with a Salvadoran restaurant specializing in... Papusas. Papusas. What? Uh, papusas? What are papusas? What, what the that. heck is a papusa? Papusa is, um, if you've ever had a Venezuelan arepa, it's very similar to that. It's a pancake... Uh, more of a like a pancake than a tortilla. Is it made out of co- corn? Uh, masa harina, Mara, yeah. yeah. And water and salt, uh, not a whole heck of a lot. Mm. It's usually cooked on a griddle. It can be uh, it can made, be made different ways though. And then so it's kind of a flatbread, I guess, flatbread okay. pancake, and it has different fillings. You know, you'll slice it open and you'll put like chicken, chicken and cheese. Okay. This particular restaurant is going to have those things like spinach and cheese. Cheese and Loroco, which is a uh, Central American flower bud. And it's called a, pup- 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 a pupuseria. Los Angeles. Pupuseria Los Angeles. Angeles. Uh, and it is going to be at 3530 West National Silver Avenue. Silver City. And it looks like it be opening as soon as January. Um, so, again, as you said before, they have the fillings include chicken or chicken with cheese, spinach and cheese, cheese with Loroco. But they also be serving breakfast as well. They will be fried plantains, fried beans, cheese, and eggs, uh, red and green salsas, uh, rice and beans. Appetizers include pastelitos? Pastelitos, yeah. yeah. Pastelitos. So, so they're Salvadoran empanadas, basically, filled with various toppings, fillings like beef, chicken, pork, and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a full-service uh, El Salvadoran restaurant, with a, especially in uh, pupusas. They'll be opening... Silver City in January. Looking forward to it. You, you, you like pupusas, don't you? I love pupusas. What's your favorite filling? Um, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, chicken and cheese is good. Uh, I'd like to try this version that has LaRocco, the flower bud in it. Um, beans, cheese, and crisp pork sounds great, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's also another new restaurant uh, opening around the corner, but uh, more like in spring of 2020. And it's coming to Water Street, and it's going to be all about dogs, hot dogs, sausages, vegan dogs. And it's called Riley's Good Dog, and it will focus on everything dog-related, including it's a dog-friendly spot as well, so you can bring your dog there. It is named after a dog, so I, I'm guessing they, they, they like canines. Um and, you know, I can visualize where this place is because it's the old Moto Scoot shop. Is that that little, were they little scooters outside? Think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that moved. I guess that moved over to, uh, maybe that moved over to the east side or something. Okay. But anyway. This I didn't is, realize that was gone. Yeah. Well, I don't, I know. I mean, now that it's winter. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel like, and it's dark half the time when I'm driving out there. It's not winter. Not it's just Milwaukee's things. winter. It's, yeah, that's it's, what I'm it's, saying. It's, it feels we're, like winter. We're, we're not even in the middle of fall. 
I know it's it's depressing. But anyway, we will step away from that topic. Um, I do think it's a really cute idea to have a walk up you can go to with your dog mm. and get a dog, a hot dog. And, you know, because we have a lot of vegan diners, it's going to yeah. have vegan food vegan as well. Vegan dogs, vegan versions of dog favorites. Yes. Hot dog favorites. Uh, there will be mac and cheese and ice cream. I, we don't have a full exact menu of what kind of dogs, hot dogs they'll be serving. But they're looking at a probably spring 2020 opening. Um, so, because it looks like they have a, at least a little area, outdoor area, where you can enjoy your hot dogs. Coming up, we'll continue our conversation with a new cooking school. Sanford celebrating her 30th anniversary and Milwaukee's largest Bloody Mary party. That's all coming up on This Bites. We'll be right back. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. Now we're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast and Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, Tariq here of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. We're continuing our conversation with some more news about new openings, but this time it's not a restaurant. It is a school. Called Troquet. It's the um, sister to La Rev Cafe in Wauwatosa, and it's opening in spring 2020. Troquet is in a space close to La Rev, but not in the La Rev space, so... Um, it's it's a, a nearby space in um, the village of Wauwatosa. And um, the, the word troquet, it's a French word, and it actually uh, is another word for cafe. So interestingly enough, but this is a cooking school, and um, they already have a, a, a the, their schedule of classes up okay. starting in oh, is this March. Like, is this like a cooking school for people who on the side, or is this like for people who want to become in the industry? No, this is for people. This is for like the weekend hobbyists. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's not a cooking school in the sense of okay. yeah, getting your degree. But anyway, that's that's okay because this is really. I mean, they can learn some really fun techniques. And um, one of the classes, and actually, it's one of the first classes. It might be the first class on March 10th. They're gonna uh, have a class on French baking and pastry with Josh Johnson, and. Um, just to tell you, that's going to be like a two-hour class, uh, and it's going to be in the evening, and it includes a four-course dinner with wine pairings while the demo takes okay. place. So it's a, dem- a demo in um, a demo style in nature. Um, here's a couple other examples I'll give you. Um, there is a pastry chef coming from Chicago named Sandra Hall. She uh, owns Floriol uh, in Chicago, and she's going to be a dem- doing a demo class um, on... Um, uh, it's basically on Easter, Easter dishes. So and we're already talking about Easter here. Uh, palmiers, which is a French, like a French pastry, kind of like a, I love palmiers. They're, they're, they're really great. They're really buttery and really flaky. They? It's like, a French pastry. Like a cookie kind of thing? It's kind of a cookie. Okay. It's kind of a cookie. It's crispy. Um, she's doing a king's cake, a buckwheat crepes, an Easter lamb. And she, and you're, she's going to teach you about some of the traditional techniques, um, that, uh, is also going to be a two-hour class, um, and they're all going to be held at Troquet. If you go on the website, uh, it's troqueevents.com, you can see the schedule of all the other classes, and it actually goes um, quite a few that go into the latter part of 2020. Okay. Cool. Where is the school located again? It's in uh, the village of Wauwatosa near right. La Rev. 
Okay, cool. So the ad- I can tell you what the address is. It's they're full operation right now, or will no? Be. They're opening in spring. Oh, spring twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Next is uh, an iconic restaurant in Milwaukee celebrating thirty years in business. Yeah, that's Sanford, um, which uh, is a pretty amazing place. I always tell people if you've never been there, you really need to go and experience it. Um, it was opened by Angie and Sandy D'Amato back in like I think 1989. That sounds right. Three years. That would be 30 years, right? Yeah. Wow. 1989, and um, so in honor of this, now it's owned by Justin Abrahamian and mm-hmm. his wife Sarah Mudrock. Uh, they're going to be doing the 30 anniversary, 30th anniversary dinners, so two nights of dinners, um, Monday, December 10th. Yes. <laughs> Okay, thank you, Tariq. And those are six-course dinners with wine pairings. The wine's coming from Hobo Wine Company. Um, we don't have the menus, but I'm sure they're going to be incredible because it sounds like Sandy is going to be coming back. Sandy D'Amato is going to be coming back for this dinner. Yeah, they have, be there. Uh, they have several guest chefs, including the, the line called the Jedi Kitchen Master himself. That's, that's Sandy D'Amato. Is that, that's really his title, Jedi Master? And that's what Justin likes okay. to call him. He thinks he's a Jedi master. The way he moves around in the kitchen, Justin is like. So you've just, been to, sorry, but you've been to Sanford for both chefs, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Both equally wonderful. And and Sanford's won a James Beard Award, correct? Uh, San, bo- yeah, both Sandy and Justin have won James, James, James Beard, Beard Awards. Awards. Yeah. So um, when's the last time you've been there? Mm, probably, I'm gonna say last spring. And uh, didn't never take thought, you. No, no, I haven't didn't been. even think about it. No one invites me anywhere. I know. I feel like I can't go to that place by myself. I though. was invited. I was invited by others. Though, See, so I, I can't. I don't my... feel like that's a place you don't want to go by yourself. Probably not. Yeah, that's probably why I don't go because no one wants to. No one's going to take me out. I just hang out by myself, eating frozen pizza. So anyway, was it what like? What's some of the stuff that you liked in the past you've eaten there? You, you recall some of, some of the dishes that were memorable? Yeah, there's some super classic ones. Like there's um, like a, a an ahi tuna with cumin wafer crisps that's still on the menu. Um, uh, there's always some amazing dishes with seafood um, with crab hash. I'm thinking of it, of a specific seafood with crab hash. Uh, the desserts are um, actually the salads are really great too. Mm-hmm. There's this I always think of a blueberry salad that he does with um, a particularly good like um, fresh cheese. Mm. Um, and desserts are always amazing. I mean, I've had I've had probably all of them. Everything from clafouti to um, to a uh, to like. Every month they do like a chef's menu, okay. so you can order from that as well. So there might be like a special dessert that they're doing. It could be an Armenian dessert. It could be, um, it could be a Sicilian dessert or something like that. Um, so that's always fun to try something new there. Um, but uh, there's also like this uh, like banana tart with like a banana rum ice cream. Mm. I mean, those types of things are like classic to me, and I always want those. Oh, cool! Speaking of anniversary. Is it our anniversary? November's this spice anniversary. Gosh. It is probably I'm five not, years. It is probably four. Four years. Longest running, pretty sure it's the longest running Milwaukee food podcast. Yeah. yeah. Could be five though. Maybe it's four. It's I think four. it's four. Yeah, you're Kenny right. Kenny said it was four. So it was November. Kenny said it was four? Yeah. Well, Kenny would know. I don't remember what date in November, but it's our anniversary, four year anniversary. 
Yeah, like we're holding hands. We're holding hands. So I think uh, you should treat me to Sanford. Hmm. Maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I'll ask you. Well, right, like, I, I'm pretty sure it's the longest running food podcast in Milwaukee. Pretty sure. I can think of. Right? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Well, I'm saying it. Okay. <laughs> so someone corrects us, right? All right. Cool. cool. This bite's longest running food podcast. I like it. In Milwaukee. I'm not going to correct you. Uh, coming up, we got some news about Hawaii. Um, uh, the uh, Vietnamese restaurant that makes pretty good fun. and they have these crepes. It's really great. I haven't been there in a long time. Um, I don't go to Bayview that often, but they are. They just bought out Savin's Cafe in Bayview, uh, which is not too far, just down the like half a block away yeah, from right. their restaurant. Very which close. I have never been to Savin's Cafe. It's uh, located at 2699 South Connect Connect. They not know. I don't know what they're planning to do there. Uh, and the article. Um, over in Journal Sentinel, they haven't mentioned what they're planning to do with it. Uh, so basically the quote is, with the growth of Square Meal, which I didn't know the Hawaii owners have a frozen meal prep service. Did nope, not know did that. did not know either. Uh, they also have a, a Asian f- kitchen food truck and uh, Grodin Katie operations. They, they they haven't shared the plans, but I guess it's up in the air. I didn't know they had this little empire going at, at Hawaii. No, I, I just no knew idea. they had two locations. They've yeah. got Mentosa too. Yeah, the frozen meal. Did you know they had a food truck? I did not. Yeah, yeah. but um, they can take over spins. I'm not sure what they're doing. Maybe they'll expand some of those operations there. Maybe they open a new type of restaurant. Who knows? Who know. knows? The world is their oyster. Yeah. Next up, for those who love Bloody Marys, or at least the garnishes in Bloody Marys, uh, there's uh, Milwaukee's largest Bloody Mary party returns. What's the details about that? Uh, yeah, this is coming up on November 17th at uh, Great Lakes Distillery. They're going to have live music, drag queen bingo. Uh, there's going to be a new product that's going to debut. Do do drag queen bingo. It's, I believe it's probably a drag queen that calls the bingo. Oh, or is it like, a, like you said, drag queen wears a certain thing, you go bingo or? I don't oh. Think okay. so, but that could be. I don't know. And then they're going to have a forty-gallon Bloody Mary on tap. So there you go. Everybody's going to want Bloody some Mary of that on tap. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But no, like best garnishes or fried chicken. I don't know. Or... I don't. I don't know. It, hmm. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't have that information. Okay. It's a free event too. Okay. When is it again? It is on November seventeenth. All right. You you like Bloody Marys, don't you? I do not drink Bloody Marys. No, it's not my thing. I know. I know I'm kind of going against the grain here because in Milwaukee, people want their Bloody Marys. It was good in Bloody Marys. Not vodka. Like Tequila? Tequila, bourbon. Isn't that like a Bloody Margarita? Yeah, I think it's called bourbon. I've had one with like like Chipotle, smoked Chipotle, Bloody Mary, and bourbon. Like bourbon, tomatoes, it's it's a good compliment. I think uh, uh, people should try it. Um, <laughs> it's a good thought. Yeah. We have one more event to talk about, and it's for those with uh, a sweet tooth and uh, like a little... Uh, that would be me. A little, uh, I've little, got a sweet tooth. Like a little, have a little buzz with their sweet tooth. Yeah. So. This is called Sweet Treats and Cocktails. It's It features three homemade desserts, each paired with a specialty cocktail. And um, this is going to be on November 21st at 6.30 p.m. at station number six at 6800 West Beecher Street. 
which is a beer garden and like kind of special event space, cafe, so on and so forth in West Dallas. So I wish I could tell you what those homemade desserts are, but maybe it's more fun to not know. Mm. What do you think? I guess I guess it depends on the you person. Are. I kind of like to know. If I'm paying money, is this a paid? Like, if I'm paying money, I want to know, right? Yeah. That's just me. So I was in Atlanta last week. I know. What did you do there? I was uh, visiting kind of this, the different entrepreneurs in the tech ecosystem of Atlanta. But I went to, um, there's a place called Holman and Finch that's known for one of the best burgers in Atlanta. It was really good and uh, do everything. But again, what's cool about them, why I like their burger a lot, simple. No onion jam, bacon jam, no crazy toppings. It is burger, toasted bun, American cheese, homemade ketchup, mustard, and mayo. That's it. Because I'm not a fan of all the crazy toppings and burgers. Right? I like it simple. You're a fancy topping fan? I don't know. I go I go in waves. I mean, sometimes I, li- I like a fancy topping. I mean, most I go is maybe bacon. I mean, I, I mean, that's not that I don't like the fancy topping. It's just, it gets in my shirt. I... It gets on your shirt, yeah. It's, just, it's well, kind of gets messy. It's yeah. just like it's like I don't want. Only thing I want messy is barbecue. Yeah, right? I'm I'm burger. The whole point of burger, I can like drink beer, talk, do something else. I don't want to worry about things falling down my sleeve or it's just it's just too much. The whole fancy topping thing, and I get the creativity, but the there's something simple to say about mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard, American cheese, two patties, toasted bun, pickles, done. I feel you. You know, simplicity of just good quality ground meat mixture, beef mixture. Yeah. No, I'm. I, I you cannot. You cannot um, oversell that. Yeah. I think. Then I also had. Uh, what else did I have? I had their uh, this Mexican corn with country ham on top of it. So good. How was the? Was it shredded? Country. I mean, how is what is how is country ham served? In other words. Are we talking well, like it's a sliced ham? Or so is on the Mexican corn, it was little bits. Little bits. Crispy bits on the, cor- on the corn. Then I had, they have a charcuterie menu. So I had some country ham, kind of like charcuterie, served like on charcuterie plate. Oh. I had that as well because for some reason I can't get country, country ham, ham along. Okay, I know. I can get fancy Italian ham all the way this. in Italy, but I can't get country ham from like, you know, a few hundred miles away. In Milwaukee. It's a travesty. I mean, yeah, it's you can get a Birico ham up here, yeah. and you cannot get country. Why? I mean, why do you think that that is? I don't so know. Hard. I don't. I don't get that. I mean, I've seen special like the diplomat had den- special dinners with country ham. I don't know why. Um, no, it, it's. I think it's the education. You know, I think these chefs need to know about country ham and like start serving it. There's some really good ones. Like there's, Osabao pig. I think we talked about Asabao, which is kind of the, the descendant of the Ibirgo pig, uh, like brought over into like South Georgia, Georgia Islands. And they actually have the same kind of marbling quality flavor as the Ibirgo pig for a fraction of the cost. I bought mm. some, I ordered some, and it was amazing. Of course, I had some ham from, I forgot, where's that place in Tennessee? Um, Bitten's, Bitten's ham. That destroys any prosciutto by far. Like, you can get it, you can order it, chefs can order it, but I love, I would love to see more uh, cut your ham in the city. Like, I think Milwaukee's missing out. Milwaukee's truly missing out on a, on a great American creation. Yeah. 
You don't have to go to Italy. Nothing against the Italians in their uh, charcuterie, but uh, we got some good stuff here in the States, you know. I feel you. Yeah. Like, always wanted to try to get these restaurants to do a country ham and bourbon dinner. Have you had country ham? You had country ham. I've never, I mean, I don't think I've had, like, authentic country ham. Mm-hmm. If you can't get it up here, I probably haven't had it. It's only different. The biggest difference is, like, it's smoked, right? Like, prosciutto is not smoked. Yeah. So you had that smokiness. So that's the biggest kind of difference. Did you bring any back? No. I'm bringing back from Georgia. I don't have time to go buy a, a leg of country ham. To yeah. Back. I guess that would have been a bit of a yeah. challenge taking it on the plane, too. Yeah. So that's still one of my pet peeves. Like, I don't get why we can't get country ham in Milwaukee and I could get ham from across the Atlantic. But anyway. Well, that concludes this week's edition of uh, This Bites. This bite is produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted exciting inspiration comes from the licensed lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites on iTunes, Spotify, NPR, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And always, man, stay hungry. <laughs> and keep the Lord cold. We'll have a great weekend, Anne. Thanks, you too.